0: She get menacing, frightening, find help, sometimes I scare myself, myself, she could get menacing. Hello world, welcome to Good Conversation, I'm Toya.
1: And I'm Shay.
0: Welcome to the show, good people.
1: Welcome back. And,
0: of course, you're at thegcpod.com right now listening to this show. And, of course, you can listen to all our past episodes right here on the website for the free $99. we are not charging you anything. All we ask is that you share it.
1: Yes. So shout-out to everybody who's been sharing the episodes, sharing the website, sharing the link. Shout-out to you guys. Thank you guys for listening. You are much appreciated.
0: Much appreciated. So like, you know, before we actually get into the show, Shay, mental health check, how's your week been?
1: Um, my week has been very interesting. I'm approaching my birthday Yay! next week. Or this week. Yeah, it's, it's this and week. um you know, I've been in my emotional bag as usual.
0: That's regular <laughs> what shit. Else,
1: what else is new in the life of a cancer? But um, I've definitely been, you know, checking in emotionally with myself. I've done a lot of processing over the past weeks. a lot of, you know, emotional growth, I guess you would say. So, you know, I'm just really trying to move into my chapter, my next chapter effortlessly and smoothly. No issues, no tears, just, just good stuff.
0: I understand. Um, not bad not bad um just adulting things shout out to my 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 uh egg donor today is her birthday um so out to (laughs) (laughs) so i went over to my mother's house and sat down and we kicked some shit and she understands that payday isn't until friday so we're not doing shit until friday for her um times is hot out here rent due and shit she understands we're, we're a realistic family about this type of thing always said we would be jehovah's witnesses if we just went to church because we really don't overly celebrate any holidays or birthdays like that we just kind of like acknowledge people like hey and then keep it pushing so that's a thing you know,
1: i don't know shit about shit of course but jehovah's witnesses actually go to church like a whole lot they do yes i
0: said we that's what i'm saying we would totally be jehovah's witnesses if we went to church like religiously we would that would be a thing for us because we really don't do like materialist well i do but like materialistic things and like overly celebrating like holidays and doing that you know i'm a heathen at heart so but i'm saying like when people like oh my god it's my mom's birthday shout out to my my," like that's not a thing that we typically do my mom kind of like calls me on march 9th like oh Girl, when you want to come over here and clean up? Like, you know, it's not really, it's not really, like, happy birthday type thing. There's no parties and celebrations and things like that. We don't really do Christmas and stuff. So, really. Birthdays
1: get very weird when you get older.
0: It's not a thing anymore. Niggas don't give a fuck about you anymore. It's milestones and that's it.
1: Yeah, I feel like, you know, you have a birthday and, like, you can either not give a fuck or you could be one of those people who are totally into their birthday and are celebrating constantly, religiously. It's like a month-long thing, a week-long thing, like that kind of thing. Or you could be like me and be very, like, reflective and extra and emotional about it. But maybe that's just because I'm a cancer and I'm born in
0: See, don't bring that dumb astrology signs up and all that shit. I don't, I don't fuck with all that. That's just, that's, that's not me. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do as the Pisces. I don't give a fuck because I, that should be some bullshit. They're like, oh my god, this really. I knew you were. The, no, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not subscribing to it. Don't hit me with no Cancer and Gemini and Scorpios and elemental peas. Fuck that. Sorry. Just had to say that.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I felt it was on okay. my spirit. I, okay. It was on my spirit. But anyway, okay. So the actual episode this week, remember, you know, it's graduation season. Shout out to everybody who's graduating the class of 2018.
1: Shout out to y'all. Shout out to high school, middle school, the kindergarten babies, the transition in the big kids school, <laughs> uh, college. PHDs all y'all. continuing ed y'all. motherfuckers
0: I just want to say I was supposed to be a part of the class of 2018 but my advisor kind of screwed me last year so Damn, it is what it is that's fucked up. so I got a whole so class of 2019 I see you niggas there um, but anyway, so we we're talk about like life after high school graduation. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What are you supposed to do? What they don't tell you? Cause I know there's a lot of kids who woke up the day after graduation that was just like, what the fuck? What's going on? And, um, yeah, it's a common thing. It's something we all do.
1: <laughs> you know, I think that I was just very emotionally unprepared for life after high school. I don't know what I thought was going to happen. Um, the day after high school graduation, I don't remember what I did or what was, I don't, I I barely remember like what had happened. I did know that my boyfriend was leaving for the army. So maybe that's what I did, hmm. like, like yeah. in, like a, like, a very short amount of time after high school, maybe two weeks after graduation. Yeah. So you, maybe that's what I was doing. You, that's I what really you don't remember. I
0: what. remember what you did. I don't remember what I did. Yes, you were very emotional with the, uh, no.
1: I really. oh. you were. <laughs>
0: um, I think I, I learned. cried at graduation. You did. And I'm like, ugh, okay. I emotional. feel like an
1: idiot now. That's what that's, I'm emotional. I cry at I cry at most things.
0: Girl, you you cry watching Grey's anatomy, so I'm believe your ass was snot globbing on the fucking grass when we graduated. Yeah. Um I cry at most
1: big events.
0: You do. After after the day after graduation I felt as though I woke up and was just like, What now? Um You know, because we were the type of people who were kind of prepared. We sort of kind of knew what was going to happen in the fall. We all knew we were going to college Mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. So I felt like I just woke up like, what now? I think I still had a job, so I had, like, I wasn't working that day after. But, you know, I was working that summer. But the day after, it was, like, so surreal. Like, I don't have to step foot back into this place ever again as, like, someone who has to take classes here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, what now?
1: I feel like a lot of... um, I was being... I was very naive, and a lot of my time was very distracted because of my boyfriend at the time. But I did kind of have the same feeling as you. Like, I don't have to go back to high school anymore. You know, it didn't really hit me about um, like, life beginning. Like, it didn't definitely that huge huge bomb of like life beginning didn't really like connect for me like it didn't really connect and I feel like that didn't start happening until about August
0: yeah because that's when shit started to get real
1: yes shit definitely got real for me personally
0: yeah your shit was I
1: had a rough I had a rough year 2007 2008 was probably Pretty shitty for
0: me. It was in in terms of like being thrust into adulthood and shit just not working the way you thought it was supposed to work and shit just Mm -hmm. not being a thing. You had a rough seven twenty or twenty seventeen god, two thousand oh oh (laughs) seven oh eight. She and we're old.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so let's start with money. Because money money absolutely changes the day after you graduate high school because prior to, while you're in high school, it's, like, okay to still, like, ask your parents for money. Sort of. Um, You know, not, you don't need a ton of money in high school. Like, there are very few things that you need money for when you think about it. You know, trips and random shit. You were just paying for, like, stuff like that. Yeah,
0: you were paying for shit like that, but then on a personal side, you were probably just, like, I'm gonna go to the mall, I'm gonna go to movies.
1: Yeah, like, dumb stuff. I, mean, I think after high school, money, money, sh- the utilization of your money kind of shifts mm-hmm. in a way that you you, you either you don't realize it because I definitely did not realize it um, that like money is like a thing now.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and I think that it.
1: even as an adult, a for real adult, because I you know that's that that word is like touch and go for me. I still feel like I'm seven sometimes. I still feel like money is like this thing. It comes when it comes, but I still don't know. Like I still, money is just always very weird. Maybe because I'm black. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we do.
0: Yeah, we had it, and then sometimes we don't. I I think what I learned about money after I graduated is that it definitely. You that shit goes quickly. It really has Mm -hmm. the potential to come in quickly and go out just as quickly. I remember being like sixteen and seventeen and getting my little Wawa checks and thinking like two hundred dollars a week was like money. Like I, I had money. I thought
1: y'all had like good jobs, like working at Wawa. Yeah, had good jobs.
0: Like that was that is a legit like career. That is something. Like we were in there with the old biddies working at Wawa, like making sandwiches and shit. But I think after graduation and it came to, you know, I had scholarships and things that set me up with certain money to like get prepared to go to school in the fall. So that was a help. But when it came to like, OK, now I have to be responsible for, you know, I so saw I had paid off like my little deposit to go to school and all that shit. But then it was like, OK, what I'm going to take my shit up there with. I need to make sure my car is right when I get on campus. I need to make sure that I have clothes and books and, you know, food in my room and a refrigerator and a TV and shit like that. So the utilization of money for me completely flipped when I at like legit after I graduated high school because it was like I had to think more more about what I actually needed to go to school. And how, what did I need to life. do? Yeah, to live life and actually survive the summer because a, that's a long ass time between June and you ain't gotta be on campus until like August, end of mm-hmm. August. You know, as a freshman in my situation, as a freshman going for orientation and what the fuck ever. Even going there for orientation the summer before I got on campus was a was a whole thing. And you still want to bullshit with your friends over the summer. It's like your last hurrah before everybody, like, kind of goes their separate ways and things like that. So money money becomes a huge issue. Then you realize, like, how much failure is set up in the Black community. Not not as a kid going through it, but as as an adult looking back. And you think about how your parents had to survive paycheck to paycheck just to make sure you yeah. had food and clothes and somewhere to live and things like that. So there really wasn't anything, like, a college fund put aside for any of us. So... Yeah. Like, I was happy that my mom bought most of the stuff that I needed to go to school with, which was, like, more than what she, you know, she she could have just done nothing. But, you know, she wasn't in a position where she could be like, hey, let me go ahead and put aside money out of this paycheck to make sure that my child has a college fund in in, in 10 years or something like that. She didn't have that luxury. So for her to just even have the gesture to go out and be like, here's your, your clothes bins and here's some clothes and, you know, money for shoes and, you know, you might need an umbrella while you're on campus type shit. She did that type of stuff stuff so that's something that that doesn't come into play until you really think about it like wow Ugh. i know i said a you lot. know
1: like when you because it's funny because when i graduated i like low-key lost my job like a couple months prior to high school graduation and that's because those bitches closed the store and like didn't tell anybody but that's that's another story for another day
0: That's on the old episode,
1: actually. I think that's on an old episode. It is, it is. About, like, jobs, like, an old throwback episode. So check out the gcpod.com for the throwback episode because I think i talked about it there. You did. But, so I wasn't working. So I wasn't working um, and I had intentions of going to school somewhere else and and when I realized that things were not working out the way that I had anticipated them to work out, I had to come up with a plan B and I didn't have a plan B. Um, So in terms of the summer, like I didn't work that entire summer because I had no idea what the fuck my life was going to be like. I was literally like in the absolute, gray area of my entire life like my boyfriend was gone I was stressed out my home was crazy my life was shitty I didn't know what was happening with my education so um I had to come up with a plan b so I think it's important for 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 the young folks to know is that plan b's are absolutely necessary completely like even if you, you know, and plan B's aren't a setup for failure or things not to go the way that you want them to go, but it's good to be over-prepared. Like, and I'm an old-ass old woman saying that kind of shit. I'm an auntie. And so in my life today, I always want to be a step ahead. I always want to be over-prepared as opposed to being caught out there not unprepared. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about working during the summer? Were you
0: working during the summer? Um yeah, the summer before I actually went to school, I worked. Um oh my god, I got so fat before I actually went to school too because Were you I was saving your money. I was saving some money, but in retrospect, I should have saved more than what I what I originally did. I think I was more focused on doing the friends stuff, so like hanging out with people. I had a little boo thing at the time before I went away for the summer, so I was doing the whole boo thing thing. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was an experience. That's how come my game so much weight that summer because I literally just fed. It'd
1: be like that, yo. Yeah.
0: Yo, but um, yeah, I worked throughout the summer. Didn't save my money the way I should have. I mean, I didn't go to school in the fall. Completely trash. Um, but in retrospect, I mean, I feel like hindsight is always twenty twenty. And mm-hmm. then you know, me thinking myself, I was eighteen years old, like. Nobody really, there's no real way to prepare for this if you're literally the first person in your family to do this. Like, in my immediate family, I I was the first person to actually be like, I'm going to go to college. My mom didn't go to college. My sibling didn't go to college. Grandma didn't go to college. I had a cousin that went to college before, but she had wound up coming back home. Like, so she didn't finish there initially. So it wasn't like I had that many role models or any, like, there was no blueprint for this shit. Mm -hmm. So I think from the way I stumbled through to the summer to get to the fall... I think I was pretty okay because without like any like setup on how the shit should have went. Um, it turned out okay, but ooh, ooh the, ooh, the ghetto. If I could go back and do it again, <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh my gosh. If I could go back and do it again, I would have been working my ass off from June. What is whatever date we graduated until it was time to get, so it's time to start classes I to work my ass off um honestly i probably
0: I, was, I probably would have took like, a summer class I at I don't the don't community even college
1: like I, don't even, I can't even tell you what I spent my money on like it was it had to be like dumb shit for shit, going to atlantic city and and
0: the thing it was i don't even think we did shit like that because <laughs> we were 18 so it that wasn't like that's the summers that we did once we were in school and 21 and doing dumb shit in atlantic city this is like us literally being like let's go out and just bullshit and 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 we were bullshitting as 18 year olds so that means we spent most of our summer in fucking philly
1: like I don't even, I can't even tell you what my money was spent on. I wish I would have invested, you know, money. refund checks should have been invested. I should have bought stock in Amazon back then and cryptocurrency and all kinds of shit. We could have been rich. You know, <laughs> the things that they don't tell you. Exactly. So you got listen, save your, save your fucking money. Like I, I do believe that it's important to have fun. Feel like if there's a moment in your life where you should have fun and do dumb things, it is after high school and when you graduate college. Like those those time blocks, like that's when you should have the most fun. Make the stupid mistakes, do whatever you wanna do. But you know Take care during your that shape. time, save your fucking money because You don't realize, I mean, and not everybody's life is different. And, you know, if you grew up like I did, you know, like my parents also did not have uh, a fund set up for me or anything like that. Or had the means to, you know, pull money out of their savings accounts to pay for me to go to college. Like, you know, so, you know, depending on what your situation is, save your money.
0: Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Shit.
1: What about friends?
0: Friends, friends. We have a
1: unique situation.
0: Uh, mm, not on a certain aspect. Still- on a certain aspect, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because you actually met up with a couple of my sorority sisters like a couple of weeks ago, and they were like hella surprised that we've known each other since like middle school because that typically doesn't happen. Sometimes yeah. that's not a thing, niggas that you thought were like your best friends and all this shit and middle school, high school. People change after you know you go out and you live life away from each other, and you know you try to come back and rekindle some things. But people grow, they change. If you don't have that, um. That foundation I feel like It could it could go left or right very quickly um,
1: You know what I think a lot of friendship Transition Because we're growing Differently mm-hmm. I don't think that it's um, Negative changes Yeah and that's when but it comes back I think it's a lot of just like life shit Like it's just Life shit that's happening I don't really think it's negative changes Or you know that's right. Yeah, that's the Yeah,
0: I don't want to convey that at all. There's like no negative or ill ill things that happen between the transition from, you know, high school, four years of college or however long, and then going back and like seeing people, things like that. You just realize that, you know, people, you go somewhere, you experience things as yourself, and then the things you used to connect with, some people might not be things that could connect anymore. Um, yeah. I say when it comes to like as far as who I graduated with and who who I was like really close friends with in high school and who I'm really close friends with now when I think about like my you know when you know the, the youth would say my day one niggas um, <laughs> it's, it's it's legit too it's two people um, yeah. you know that I've kept in 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 that circle. And and that's basically it. You know, other people that I was close with, we had our time and it's no ill blood or anything like that. People just grew up and grew out of each other. And then you go on and you have experiences with other people and you become close with other people. It's just sort of kind of how it is. Um, how it's how it works you know you try to maintain the relationships that you do have with certain people and then sometimes you just you gotta face up and be like this shit ain't gotta be kosher for the rest of our lives like bff ain't gotta be a real thing <laughs> you know
1: that's true i think that at the same time like we grow we because we're in high school and you know a lot of it is because you and i we grew up in a small town mm mm-hmm. It's interesting when I tell people um, about my life growing up, you know, like like I was just telling somebody today, not today, but um, this past week, just about just, you know, growing up and where I grew up. And a lot of people, I come from such a small town in New Jersey that a lot of people have no idea what the fuck it is or
0: where it is,
1: know, where it is. And she was like you grew up in the hood and i was like "Eh, essentially yes you know what i'm saying like prior to my parents you know purchasing a home yeah you
0: you were in the ghetto you
1: know like yes and I, i didn't think about it i didn't think about how others perceived me because it was shocking to her that that was my life prior to you know and even afterwards like I think that you know I think about the lives of my brothers and my brothers had a very different upbringing than I did because I remember a lot and they they lived in one place their entire lives and that kind of thing but a lot of your friendships you you realize that your friends are people I think I think that as we get older we realize that our friends are just people and their priorities may be different from yours. Mm -hmm. Maybe, um, maybe clubbing is not something that you do. Maybe your religion becomes important to you. Um, Maybe, you know, you want to hang out with people that pique your interests that are entrepreneurs or or whatever, you know, financially or professionally that that match your interests. And it may not be a homegirl that you were, you know, sh- sitting at a lunch table with. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that just takes becoming an adult to understand that, that you know, you just apart from friends. Um, not only, you know, everything doesn't have to be a falling out.
0: Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's not a negative yeah, everything thing.
1: Everything doesn't have to be a falling out. And we don't have to be telling each other our secrets every day of every night you know it doesn't have to be that kind of friendship um i i personally keep in contact with most of most of the people that i graduated with if you know if they were my true true friend but it's not like we are we're, we don't see each other every day people leave people move People yeah. Lead different lifestyles, and mm-hmm. if I curse so much, and this person is now a pastor, obviously we're gonna have a different kind of a friendship. It's
0: not gonna be a thing like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's something. It, it's a part of life. I think that's what you you come to understand in the yeah. moment. I so well, like when the drifting's happening, and you're like, oh, you know, you're home from the summer from school or whatever it may be, and you don't really connect with those people anymore. In the moment, it may seem like, damn, like. Niggas change, but after you realize, like people are people, and these this is something that's just like that happens. It is what it is.
1: Sometimes yeah. you know you don't even realize the drift until it's been seven years.
0: Yeah, and then you're like, damn, we don't even.
1: Oh, okay, like, we don't even talk no more. Like, damn. Yeah. And it's not purpose. It's not purpose. I, I, you, you know, don't take things personal when things like this happen. Like, don't take it personal, people. Obviously, people have to live their lives with or without you. Mm-hmm.
0: Preach, preach. How about relationships with significant others after high school?
1: Mm. <laughs> I will say,
0: I will say, um, the person I was with when I graduated and then went into college with, that shit don't work, man. That shit don't work.
1: <laughs> it usually doesn't.
0: That shit does not work. You're 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 in a different space, and then I was like, I was dating somebody who was younger than me, so they were still in high school when I was in college. Which was just like like a year or two apart, and it, you you understand like you're in a whole different aspect. You're in a whole different mind frame when, once you go to school, whether you're like local, out of state, in state, ten minutes away, an hour away, whatever it may be, and it's just like with the friendships, your priorities change. They might not be able to grow with you in some aspects. And I'm like, I'm not at one point I was like, I'm not putting this much fucking effort into some shit that ain't even like a thing.
1: <laughs> a thing. You put a you know, when you're in high school, and I am probably the worst person to talk about this topic because I fucked around and got engaged before I turned 20. So mm. I ain't shit. <laughs> but <laughs> but um I put so much because because my boyfriend at the time was in the military i i had to like put a lot of effort into maintaining our relationship and that kind of broke apart once it was time for me to go away to school Mm. because it didn't initially go away to school when i went away to school that's when the cracks in the foundation started to happen and and things like trust was an issue um Things like coming home was an issue, and I can, and you know, long distance relationships. Like, when you're 18 years old, a long distance relationship is really like, why? it doesn't even even make any sense looking back on it and a lot of people told me I was an idiot told me I was stupid told me I was a dumbass for getting engaged at 19 years old and I, I understand what they're saying now <laughs> I get it now at the time I was really invested in trying to make this work and we did make it work beyond 19 but have have fun I I will say this. Have fun. Don't feel obligated to find your true love or find your prince charming at 18 years old. uh, You know, stay with the person you were with in high school. Nine times out of ten, those things do not work. They don't. <laughs> very few people that I know that were with the guys that they were not with in high school um, are still with them today. Like very few, you know. If it don't work in the next couple years after high school, it you know it breaks apart. After that,
0: what a waste of fucking. A lot of times time,
1: you're 18 years old. You you're not even a fully grown adult yet, and when you become an adult, you realize that I'm a I'm a I'm a new person, and you may not like new me. Hmm. So so there's always going to be growth that's going to happen, whether that person likes it or not, and you may not realize that it happens. So my suggestion is to have fun.
0: Yeah. Did all that? I don't even want to talk about it. I think after I and it, I've always found after I let that whole situation go, I had some fun. It was alright. You you actually got. I the, also had
1: some fun. Yeah, it had a so, too much fun, but hmm. I had some fun. <laughs>
0: All right, so I didn't say too much. I was whatever. Let's move on because that's another conversation for another day. About relationship with your parents once you like got into like school or whatever your plan was after high school.
1: Um, I think that my parents definitely I had a a strange relationship with my parents because I was the kid that didn't have to worry about Mm. that makes any sense it does um I was the kid they didn't have to worry about they didn't have to kind of hover over to make sure that things were working the way they were supposed to be working they knew that I was a more take charge kind of girl um and that they didn't have to check in on me you know they trusted me to make sure shit was done the way it was supposed to Mm -hmm. um so they you know i'm i'm the responsible kid so i took the responsibility of you know they didn't really have to worry about me that's good so I think that eventually our relationship changed when in my early 20s, when it was like when they realized that I was becoming an adult, mm-hmm. um, not so much when I was like 18, 19, you know, whatever, when they realized that I was becoming an adult. So, you know, I'm, I want I don't want to spend time with you guys. I want to spend time with my friends. My boyfriend is most important to me right now. Like, I don't really care about what's going on. And it, it took a couple significant um Deaths to make me say okay, to kind of bring me back to the family mode.
0: Mm, that's interesting. How about you? Ooh. Um, I would say after you
1: have a different. I feel like you have a unique situation here again.
0: I do. I do. So, <laughs> how can I phrase this and not sound like a complete bitch? I would say it this way: my relationship with my mother. You know, single parent, single parent home, whatever. Um, actually, got better after I went to school. I went to the way to school um, right away after graduation, mm-hmm. and this was like the first time I actually like called my mom just to have a conversation, or she called me just to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, we got to know each other more so as people. Um, once I went away to school because she was like, in a sense, because we're not we're not a, a heavily emotionally fam emotional family, so yeah. there's not we don't get the packs on the back for doing what you were supposed to do. You don't. Yeah. You know, you know, I didn't get the congratulations for graduating high school. It, it's expected. Like, what the fuck else can you do? Like, it was no... There was no satisfaction or no, like... um pat on the back for doing what you were supposed to do. But when I think when I went away to school and then my mom realized, like, okay, she's doing what she's supposed to be doing in the world, let me actually get to know her as a person. Um, You know, that's when she would call me. and We would have a conversation for, like, an hour. Like, when I was in that house, I did not talk to my mom like that. Like, it was literally, like, I'm going here.
1: I also did not talk to my mom
0: like that. Yeah, I feel like we became... You know, not to say friends, but more so understanding of who we were as people. Once I got out of the house and went to school, she cared about what my interests were, what I was doing, how school was going. I, you know, I asked her about how the house was, how was things going on with her life, things like that. So my relationship with her actually got better after I moved out. Like I, I, I grew up with this like fear of my mother. She's very hard. She's a very hard person and and I, once I got to see that she was actually like a living person with a heartbeat and it was always not up my ass about certain shit the relationship got better in that sense so and that's I to tell you the truth I was not prepared for that like I didn't know my mom was I a person
1: mean, I also wasn't either because I also my mom was a very different woman when I was growing up as opposed to what happened when I transitioned out of high school and on to college. Um, My mother, like my mother was also a very hard woman, a very stern woman, um, very no nonsense. So it took me leaving to kind of get to know her differently. And, you know, maybe this is us coming from authoritarian backgrounds. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, it may be different for somebody who had a parent, who is not authoritarian, you know, um, but my mother was very hard, she was very difficult. Um, and we and she knew me as a woman, she got to know me as a woman, just like I got to know her as a woman.
0: Which is a beautiful thing when it actually Which happens. Which is
1: beautiful, yeah.
0: That, my mom's funny as shit. Like, niggas still don't believe me in a fame. Like, yo, my mom talked too much. She's like, your mom don't say shit to nobody. She don't say shit to y'all because she don't like y'all. But <laughs> she actually likes me most days, so she'll talk to me. We have, like, a, even when I was over earlier for her birthday and just talking and shooting the shit, we were laughing and shit like that. And when I was growing up, that was not a thing. Like, I was, a, I was definitely afraid. Like, I didn't, I don't call my mom, mom until recent years hmm. I called her by her first name because that's her goddamn name like, like even yeah. as a kid even as a kid I called her by, by her goddamn name because that's her goddamn name like there was there was not that mother-daughter relationship I think just the way I was brought up was uh, was slightly different as well but that's getting way too personal on this little this here podcast mm-hmm. but uh yeah it, it, it's uh, ooh, it's weird it's weird but we're cool now everything good we cool
1: that's dope and yeah. i mean your relationships period are just gonna evolve
0: yeah as a whole they evolve
1: be prepared for it you know yes. like, they're gonna happen and you're not gonna realize it when you do realize it don't assume the worst
0: Exactly. It could be a, a blessing in disguise. I think after, especially once I got into school and then you think about those friends that were like, you know, your A1, day ones that aren't anymore. You meet new people. Like I have lifelong friends right now just from when I went to school. Whether they even went to yeah. my school through like you guys or whatever. Like I have people I can actually connect with on. And because I know people and they know people join a sorority. So now I know mad niggas. like, you know. People I, my fuck, I'll tell you, that sorority shit, my line sisters, in real life, I probably have been friends with one of them, like, just fucking around on campus, but <laughs> the mm-hmm. other two, I'm like, Ooh, who you bitches? Definitely not people <laughs> I would have co- connected with if we weren't in the same sorority, but now we're, like, lifelong friends beyond just the the actual Delta shit, so that's always great. Kind of crazy how that happens, right? Yeah, I always tell uh, my one line sister, the first time I met her, I ain't like her ass. <laughs> at all, that's a story for a different day. But anywho, it be like
1: that. It, it really, like I
0: that. did. Oh, girl, I was gonna cuss her the fuck out. Um, just, just some like quick advice for the for the youth who are just like, yeah, I'm a class of 2018, bitch. You okay? Whatever. Um, this this thing about so, what's your next step of life? Whether you're going to county, going to a school in state, out of state. Or whatever, it's this continual cycle in life where you just go from being top dog to being back at the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. So all that work you did to be like, yes, big sh- seniors, fuck you, fuckers in the damn <laughs> building.
1: <laughs> you that are shit like goes
0: away. That shit goes away. You are a freshman wherever you go. Even if you just enter the workforce, you are just a new nigga. You you ain't yeah. got no seniority here. Niggas don't fuck with you. You just out here a fish in the in the sea, and you just out there just trying to stay afloat not trying to belly up some goddamn wear so you know prepare yourself in that sense don't go anywhere trying to be doing too goddamn much
1: you know explore be okay with that Mm -hmm.
0: and be comfortable with that
1: yeah like i think that there's a lot of pressure on the young folk you know especially because this is a different time i mean we we are aunties we are not that old but we are old enough Mm mm-hmm and things are drastically different from when we were growing up and when we transitioned out of high school to currently, where my, you know, my little brother just graduated high school. And his transition is completely different when we talk about money, when we talk about working, when we talk about relationships with our parents, like, because things have evolved yeah you know and maybe it's because i'm the oldest and i set the tone for what we should do moving forward as friends as family as you know how we do money things how we do this how we do that you know but be comfortable with not knowing what the fuck you're doing exactly because you are going to be in a space where you have no idea how the fuck you got there well, what the fuck you're doing and take it in. You don't have to know everything.
0: Exactly. I think that's the best advice you can give anybody going through a transitional period in their yeah. life. It's just be comfortable being uncomfortable. You're not supposed to have all the answers, but you should know yeah. where to go. You know, Whether, to, to... you know,
1: it could be work, it could be school, it could be trade school, it could be the military, wherever you're going, you're going, like you said, you're going to be at the bottom of the fucking totem pole. You're not going to know what the fuck you're going to be doing. But you know what? Eventually, you're going to find, you're, you're going to ride that, you're going to be able to ride that wave.
0: Exactly. You'll be you'll be amongst your peers at one yeah. point. You're going to wake up like, whoo fuck I got bearing on this shit and it's, it's yeah. a beautiful thing but it's like it, you happens, know,
1: it happens it happens they seem like it's never happening <laughs> eventually it happens
0: it does and then next yeah. thing you know you're gonna graduate or move on from where you are I'm like fuck I gotta do
1: this shit again yes which is another episode for another day
0: another episode for another day but you know good luck to the class of 2018 and whatever aspects y'all are living in, you know undergrad high school continuing it, whatever it may be With y'all next steps and all that wonderfulness. Life truly begins now, motherfuckers. Welcome to the madness, bitch. You can't go backwards.
1: You sure can't. Get your shit
0: together. Amen. And that's the show. Save um, your
1: fucking money. Okay.
0: Damn it, Shay.
1: (laughs) Can can I close the show? I just think that's really important.
0: Okay, you're right. It is. But um, that's the show, y'all. So thank you for listening. Um, of course, you can always find this episode and all ep- other episodes at the thegcpod.com. You can download those things, stream them right from the website, and then you can, you know, share that link with your friend, your family member, whoever, and let them have a listen yes. as well.
1: Yes. So well, shout out to you guys who are listening. We love you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you have been sharing, if you haven't been sharing, you know,
0: we don't we don't hate you.
1: As you you know. Put some of your people on the game.
0: Exactly. Stop being selfish with your stink ass. All right, Maybe bye. I mean, you can
1: change the world, okay? One bullshit story at a time. <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Bye.